We're playing overrated and underrated again. Jose, overrated, underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to be Christy there. Morning, lads. Hello. We got a yeah. last podcast. We have Jose. Hello. Christopher. Hello. Jamie. How are you? I'm me. I'm always here. We're playing overrated and underrated again. So just to recap the rules, because I know you struggled with this last time, Jamie, and you haven't played it yet, Christopher. No. Well, I played it long. You played it long. <laughs> so I say the thing, a sentence, a word, whatever, and then we go round the table and you say overrated or underrated. You can pick those two words, nothing else. You with me, Jamie? I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing we're going to start with is uh we'll keep it fitness related to begin with rest days jose i'm the worst person for that <laughs> uh underrated underrated christy overrated overrated controversial underrated underrated i'm going to say underrated as well Jose, do you want to elaborate on yours? Yeah, but I'm not the best person for it because I my rest day is to do the class. So, <laughs> but I think that it's really, really important. But not only rest, maybe you can do any activity, but way, way lower in intensity, but still being a rest day. But the point is don't keep always the really, really high intensity because you don't let your body the option to recover. So I think it's really, really important. So you're the only one that said overrated here? Yeah. 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 Go on then. I guess it depends who you are. Right. You know, it's like how much you train and how hard you train. Mm-hmm. So if you're training three hours a day, yeah, okay, you might need a day off or two days off in, in a seven-day period. If you're training an hour a day and you push hard once a week, do you need to take a day off? It depends, I think. Mm. For you? For me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't look at them like rest days anymore. It's like I either can train or I can't because of my life. Interesting. Yeah. I don't take rest days. You don't. I train when I can. I don't train when I can't. So you have enforced non-training days. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is where language becomes important, isn't it? Yeah. Right, go on, Jamie. Um, I see you're itching to talk here. No, no. Unbalanced, they're underrated because there's... Probably people in our community who don't do it often enough. Yeah. Um, Jose. <laughs> yeah. and, and Jose's never been hypocritical in his life. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is an insider joke. I know that theory, but they're really difficult sometimes. So I think overall, look, they're important. I I, I kind of fully 100% agree with Christopher that, oh. that, that they can tend to be... <laughs> First time for everything. That, that, that people jump to them uh, because they think they should, not because they need it sometimes. Right, yeah. That can also happen. Yeah, yeah, it swings yeah. that way. You know, the whoop tells them or some bullshit like that. <laughs> do, do you know that kind of thing? Yeah. That, uh, and like today, I'm in a, I've, so I've trained three days. I'm walking around like I'm 90 and I want to snatch today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should train tomorrow. Tomorrow's workout might be more beneficial to me. So I should rest today so I could save it in the tank. I'll feel better. But I know it's not going to work out like that because Christy is exactly the same thing. I'll have a busy day and then I won't get to do it. And then you've taken two days or three days yeah, off. Yeah, and then I lose my, my my rhythm. So if I get the chance to train today, I should mm-hmm. in my mind. And even if I mean to back off, I take it as an act of recovery, 100%. Mm-hmm. So that's that's why I think, generally speaking, though, underrated because some people are the other way, like Jose. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I probably agree with all that as well. Then um, I probably have a slightly different perspective as well in that working in other gyms before and the programming 
can be much more uh, voluminous and maybe less uh, complementary day to day, week to week. Mm-hmm. Like if you, I, I've noticed since working here and training here, you can go through a full 14 day period and not take a day off and you'd be able to do that. Like physically, you'll be sore, but the days where you have a real hip dominant movement, then the next day it's maybe knee or shoulder and it kind of flows that way and energy systems. So in that sense, you probably don't need the days off all the time, but then in a broader context, like maybe more globally or nationally, probably more people do need to take them. And I think with regards to your goals, it becomes important, doesn't it? Like if you're, for me, it's about being as healthy as I can and still trying to maximize certain elements of performance. And I know for my health, if I get carried away into training, it just gets detrimental again. Whereas for Jose's goals, he wants to be fitter, stronger, faster. Uh, and the, the health is there. It's not unimportant, but it's not his priority. So it's like he probably needs more rest days than I do, even though it happens in reverse. Yeah, fully agree. And the, the big issue with someone like Jose, who has a very, uh, very specific goal, competitive and trying to improve his performance, very specific areas, the rest days enable the high intensity days. And if you don't take enough rest days, the intensity just drifts on us without us even noticing yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's like in a workout we see the workout with the one minute rest periods built in we should be scared of those ones because when we're working <laughs> yeah. we're really working yeah uh, so there's a bit of a principle at play the reason i said overrated straight away was because the first thing that came into my head was people who take a rest day because it's their rest day not because they feel like they need it yeah, yeah. it's like oh it's, it's i don't train first i don't train on wednesdays it's my rest day but are you tired do you feel like you need to rest is your body feeling like it's primed mm-hmm. and ready to go well then go Take an opportunity. Like for someone who's in and out training so much, for me, it's like you have an opportunity to train, take train. Yeah. Don't take a day off because there will be a day when you can't. And you want to. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. That's a good way to approach it, Christian. Deadly. Uh, next one, we'll stay on the training hype. Uh, your own personal skipping rope, overrated or underrated? Overrated. Well, that was quite cozy. Underrated. Yeah, yeah underrated, yeah. I'm going to say overrated as well, just to even it out here. Jose, you go first. I think that you are able to do a skipping rope with any rope. That's the full point of the movement. You know, I know that if you want to get a performance, you want the best rope and whatever. But if you make it like yesterday, we were talking about the pull up over fatigue. If you're able to pull up over fatigue when you're fresh, nice. So I think that is quite similar. You pick any rope and you're able to do them. If you pick a really nice rope, it's way easier. <laughs> Christy's got well, funny faces here and I'm just itching for him to start talking go on Christy like I think it comes down to like your own you were supposed to question your own personal rope right yeah. Jose when you train here you grab the same rope every time no yeah you do the same length the same handles the same rope <laughs> but so it's not the same one what like it is right so if you grab specifically the, the cable color is the same every single time right it's the silver <laughs> one or what, what if you grab the red one all of a sudden it's too long for you it's harder to skip no, right but so this, you, no. this is the size <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I agree, but this is the, the size but what i mean that i don't think always the same the same one literally you know but it's, it's the, the exact same, same yeah. length and the same weight handle so it's still the exact same rope so that's what so, I, I, before, I before you two keep going <laughs> you said underrated why yeah. for you is it underrated the same reason Jose use the same rope every time you get used to the length the handle the weight it's consistent you know when it comes to work it how it feels and you get really good at a specific rope for your own height and the weight and such cool game 
Yeah, I, a bit of a bit from both today. <laughs> I love Jose's attitude. You should be able to pick up her up and do yeah. doubles. And um, like I know I'm comfortable with a sh- slightly longer or shorter rope, but there is an optimal for me yeah. that feels best. Right. So um, like I came from martial arts where you, before you start, you had to buy gloves, you had to buy a mouth guard, a head guard. Like yeah, yeah. there's a big obstacle. I always thought CrossFit was great because you don't need anything. But I always said the one thing was the rope. Yeah. Because if somebody's rope is too long, it really hinders their ability to find a rhythm and they're skipping mm-hmm. and then they're not getting fitter. Yeah. If it's too short, it snags way too much. So there is that like it's the first thing I would look at when someone's trying to get double unders is the rope the right length for them. I always as well, I don't know about you guys, but you know when we get a rope first, mm-hmm. the first few workouts can be a bit of a nightmare mm-hmm. because you're trying to find the rhythm, the length, you're trying to adjust to it. Um, because you know, even the handle length makes a difference to the leverage on the whip, like all the little things. Yeah. When you're tired, that's where it counts. So I think if you want to get a regular workout and optimize for fitness, getting your own rope is the one bit of kit I would advise. Cool. Yeah, I again I kind of agree with all of that. I think when you're brand new to the gym and you haven't skipped, if you're like 40 and you haven't skipped since you were 10, you don't need your own rope. Like you'll figure it out as you go. If you're at the stage of you get one double under one day, you get 10 the next day, you get none for another week and it goes that way, you need your own rope. I think to learn double unders and develop it as a skill, I think it's super important. Then I agree with Jose in that if you're at a level where you can do double unders, I should be able to give you any rope at any length, at any weight, and you should be able to figure it out. Then, but hold on, hold on. And, no, no, I'm not finished. And then at another stage, if you're looking to compete at a high level in CrossFit, you need your own rope. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because yeah. if I'm going to a competition, like, I'm fucked. I don't have a rope. I need to steal one from the gym and hope that it's the one that I like. Because I don't have a rope. Every time I move gym, I leave my rope behind me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do have nice ropes here. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, yeah, yeah. and they're deadly here. Yeah. So you were going to interrupt me there. What were you saying? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like being able to do the double owners at different lengths and all, right? It's kind of like being able to do double owners with different size shoes. So it's like a size too small, <laughs> a size too big. You can do it. What's the point? How many are going to be able to do that? Like if I gave you a rope that was made for someone who's four foot or eight foot, it's going to be very difficult to do yeah. under GPS. Well, yeah, if it's you. way too short, it's going to be impossible. And if it's way too long, it's going to be impossible. But if you think of the ropes downstairs, I probably really struggle with the black one. I get away with the red one, but it'll be hard. And then the white and the silver one, I can both, I can use both of them because I interchange. Because remember, I did your class one day and I took both and you were like, what's going on? Yeah. It just depends on if my shoulders are tight some days, I like a shorter rope because yeah. I stay in tight. And then if I feel really loose, I want a slightly longer one. Yeah, the red one is not the right set, like, set length for me, but it's the closest. Yeah. And I can do it. So uh, so back to Jose's point, being adaptable is important. So if you not got oh, your own rope? I do, but I've lost, <laughs> I've lost a little screw, you know, the little, there's a little thing that's a tight the screw. Yeah, I have to find there's, a little tool. The little, yeah, like, we, have, we have it. There's Alan keys there. Okay, sorted. But I've been using that ropes for a year, so. Yeah. You have your own rope. Yeah. How long have you had that rope? And uh, I only got it to start a lockdown, I think it was a new one, but it's the same style, yeah. Uh, SGF rope. I've been using SGF for seven years, yeah. That's what I had. Same rope, I have yeah. three of SGF ropes, same length, 
same cable, same, same handles. handles. That wouldn't be like you. <laughs> black, well, grey, I've used a blacker. Actually, the one I have now is the band is at the old It's Aldo. blue, yeah. If wants to do a Aldo and the rest of they have it saved, you just need to let them know you want it. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. There's a little plug. Yeah. Sponsored. Um, have you been to a competition, though, where you've had to, where it's been like a heavy rope, so you've had to use a different one? No. No. But I've been at a competition where my rope snapped in the middle of a workout. And then you're fucked. And I didn't have a second one. So now I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case the first one breaks, have a second. Someone the did that. second one breaks, have a third one. Oh, Someone did that at Strength and Depth at the weekend. They two, they yeah. two skipping ups. Um, Always bring a second rope with yeah. you if you're competing. Oh, well, I had I've been to a competition where they had a heavier rope, and so many people were fucked because in the equipment thing, like everyone obviously brings their skipping rope, their belt, their weightlifting shoes, headbands, the works. But then we were given a different rope, yeah. and there's so many people who are mega good at doubles and they could not yeah. do them. I, yeah. tried, I tried Emma McGrady's rope at the games. You know the one they sent to them for the online games. Yeah. It was so weird. It's like a thick rope rope. Oh wow. Oh yeah, that's right. It was the heavy one, wasn't it? Yeah. But it's it's kind of like lighter in some ways because it's thicker and lighter. So you have to really whip it to get the speed. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get yeah, me? Like yeah. a, the heavy cables are almost like effort of speed, but they're heavy on the shoulders. This yeah. one you have to use more effort. And in the wind, that made a difference with the yeah. windy day. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, she was outdoors. Yeah. So she went. I think she. If I remember, she went into the garage to do that one. Because okay. of that, because of the wind, yeah, yeah, it's different again. So the weight of the cable and everything makes a big difference. Mm. True, 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 true. Yeah. That was a good little disagreement, there, wasn't <laughs> it? Um, next one, having a daily routine, and you can interpret this as your morning routine, your day to day is the same, evening routine, out of mind, but some sort of daily routine. Underrated, underrated. Overrated. Christopher takes this game so serious. I love it. <laughs> Seriously, James. I know. Overrated. Overrated. You're going to say that. I'm going to say underrated. Uh, I think that to have uh, to have a few basics basics is really important. Obviously, every day it can change, but at least to have a few points that you do every day is really really important. For example, I use the journal and reading. That's are two mainly things that I have to do daily. Yeah. Then, obviously, depending on the day, you can change something. But these two things for me is always in the same. So I think that it's really important to start or and finish properly a day. So I think that is underrated. Yeah. So it's not something that is maybe usual, but I think that is really helpful. Um, what did you say again? Under overrated. Oh, yeah. overrated. <laughs> because I don't have one. I don't think I can't remember a time when I ever did have a full routine or something I did all the time. Uh, you used to have one here, and you were. I thought you thrived in it. I think you used to have a work day here that. Oh well, like and, that was structured around class and training. Yeah. So um, yeah, but that was structure. Yeah, I guess. I'm gonna change my mind. No, no, you're right. You're right. Because I did have a certain training time because my work started at a certain time, and then I had a food time because my classes were breaking at that particular time. But that was forced into me rather than something I chose to do. So because it was like I have to eat now because I'm a breaking mm. class, or I have to train now because I won't get a chance for the rest mm. of the day. I didn't choose to say, well, this is my training time. This is my eating time. And I wouldn't lose the plot if I didn't have them. But so, I so think that's more so. Like, sorry, well, I'll let Jimmy go, and then I have a question for you. I remember. Uh, this boggles my mind because I remember in lockdown. Yeah. There were people really struggling, and I remember you got on a Zoom call one week with everybody, and your advice was 
get a daily routine everybody it'll <laughs> save your life <laughs> and you and Sarah Ann got on, got on a routine yeah. it was a game changer right and Sarah Ann hated you for it but you were like okay Sarah Ann. <laughs> am I right <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just surprised no <laughs> a lot of people who I would think routine suits it would be maybe I'm wrong I'm interested that you change your heart now <laughs> I, mean, I don't ever remember having a routine that I've stuck to, and I think I'm doing okay for myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to so, keep telling myself yeah. anyway. <laughs> so like, I have great ideas of, oh yeah, let's get into a routine here. This would be great because everyone was like, what the fuck are we doing? We're stuck at home all day. Mm. So I did make a plan because that's what I do. Make a schedule, make a plan and try and stick to routine. Yeah. Last three days and then it's a dwindle. Right. Because it's so hard to keep. Yeah. That's so. Big, I so, do see, I maybe see the benefits of, for other people. For me, it doesn't work. Okay, it's interesting. Yeah. Learn something new yeah. about you there. <laughs> yeah. You said under overrated. Underrated? Yeah. yeah, routine is death. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie oh, thrives oh. in chaos. Oh man, <laughs> I can't. I couldn't imagine living with uh, like this is definitely what I'm doing at this time every day. Mm. It would murder me. I'm like I think Jose's again. I'm, I'm listening to him like I could benefit so badly from so but much. My point is that. Have a basics. The basics can change a little bit during the day, and you are flexible in that way. But has the thing that you have that you know that you have to do make control by the day. You know, yeah. If you lose it, and it's like every day is totally different, and you don't know where you are. You know, yeah. This is my point. I know that obviously every day is kind of different, but if you have basics, you feel that you are more over control. I think. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm like I agree with that, and I can imagine myself living in perfect. Like I'm gonna do these three things. These are my like my um, little sign post for today, I hit this, hit this, and be like, oh, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and then throw myself off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, oh, I can't deal with this. Yeah, so see, I just think it causes too much stress. Oh, man, it kills me. The total routine kills me. And I sort of like, I don't know if I've accepted it, if I shouldn't have accepted it, I kind of accept it about myself now. Yeah. That I need to be comfortable that without a routine and be able to still be effective and plan each day and, and be responsive to what comes up. And maybe there's a bit of Christy here and that like we I don't have the opportunity for it because things are so all over the place like you know different different things happening all the time so uh but yeah the thought of it now really no thanks Deadly. well I think they're I'm with Jose I think they're super underrated I think having a, a clear start and finish to the day yeah. for me is super important and I know for uh Jill it's the same and then obviously the my morning crew there's someone there who's like, oh yeah, Monday to Friday, I start my day by getting up, I have a coffee, I go to the gym, I do the workout, I leave. And that's, and they have that signal that starts the day and then they're in control mm. from there on. And I know some people here are really like that. I'm super surprised that you two said this because, so I have a question. If you could pick yourself an ideal day, right? And I'm going to be specific here now. Would you put a class, like coach a class into that? So I spoke to both of you and said, or do you miss coaching? And you were you got into the rhythm of your coaching last week. Yeah. You said to me, and I know you miss coaching a little bit as well. Like if you could, ideally, all other parts of the business are gone. You can still do all the other shit you need to do. Would you slot a class in there once a day? No, no, no. Don't know why. Why? Because it ties me down to a certain location, a certain time that I have to be in. Whereas at the moment I can't do that. Yeah, but so if everything else was working out fine, if you. I know. I, 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 I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm playing fucking hypothetical here. But you still wouldn't. If you could coach 
a 6 a.m. class, even if you were in Dunleer tomorrow and Selbridge the day after and Santry and then back to Nace and do it that way, but you always did 6 a.m., would you do it? Or 7, like it doesn't have to be 6 a.m. Every day or once a week? Five days a week. No. No? Would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't because I think it's a bit like with Christopher, his role changed, my role changed, and I'm really, really excited about coaching the coaches at the moment. Yeah. It gets my buzz going. So um, now it's it's a shift that way. I get really excited when I get slotted into coach class. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, my but fo- because it's chaos and you fucking love chaos at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Jamie, James is sick. You have to cover for him. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's about we have to. I, I guess at the moment, responsiveness is the key. Yeah, mm-hmm. things come up, you gotta respond. So uh, if if I definitely know I'm in Nace at five p.m., it really restricts how responsive I can be. Yeah. So that's that's it adds a layer of stress. stress yeah. uh, whereas in ideal day, like okay, I get to sit with Jose for an hour. I sit, get to sit with you for an hour. Like I know making a big impact on everything, and it's really interesting work yeah. because helping you guys develop is a whole other level of difficulty. Yeah. Thank you. Do, do you know? That's not a terrible. You think coaching people how to smash is hard? I appreciate, I appreciate. Try and coach the coaches. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Mm. Yes, true though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take it back. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Yeah. And you, you, so you don't have any sort of, so I have like, a, I get up in the morning, 4.15 every day. I get up, I boil the kettle, I brush my teeth and I have a glass of lukewarm lemon water with salt in it. So that hydrates me first thing. I make my coffee. I do my hair and I get ready. And it's the same but, like 30 minute process every morning i leave the house at 4 44 it takes me 29 minutes every single day and then in the evening time i always read for 10 15 minutes before i go to bed or in bed and then pull my eye mask down and i go to sleep it's the same two things every day how long have you been doing that for uh when did you put me on morning class eight nine months ago then wow yeah uh, I agree. Uh, one example that I think that to add value to the routine is the example that you told with the COVID lockdown. Uh, I had COVID in February. I got one week at home. If I don't follow a routine, I could get mad totally because it's like, where, where you go, uh, which time do you go to sleep? Which one do you get up? It's like you get every message. It's not any point to be comfortable and be, I don't know, be happy, happy with you. No? So I think that the routine makes a clear path so I think that is really, really valuable. Means it's funny because if I do three, the same thing three days in a row, I have to do something different just for the sake. Of <laughs> yeah, but it's not this. A routine is like one hour. It's no more than that. What I mean with routine is one hour. Then obviously the day can change. You have no, different tasks that, and different that, things. I even mean the waking up routine. Like you, yeah, you know, get up, go downstairs, yeah. make the porridge, like that. That thing. Yeah, I could do that a few days in a row. Go. I actually have to get up and get a coffee somewhere else today. Because but maybe the really, routine is to pick a coffee any other place. It could it could be, but I think it's the sameness that I'm respond I'm yeah. reacting to. Yeah. Like why do you think that is? I get uncomfortable with the, the same thing all the time. We talk about all the time how important it is to be uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe I should do. Maybe it. that's what you need. Maybe it is. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't discount that. Mm. Well, not going to some Jimmy therapy here. Then. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I'm actually really surprised at the answers. That's cool. Um, next one. 
meditation and gratitude. You can answer for whichever one. Christy's out on this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 underrated. Also. Underrated. Yeah. It really related with the other one. Oh. Yeah, it is a little bit, yeah. yeah. Underrated. Underrated. Oh, yeah, underrated, 100%. Yeah. And, well, I'll say underrated as well then, yeah, because I think it is. Yeah. I, in, in the journaling, I tend to do the grateful things because make make clear about what you appreciated on your life, make you that you don't want to desire things that you don't need, it, you know? So yeah. be, be aware about this is really, really freaking important. And the other one, meditation, I use the uh, Sam Harris app, the one that you told me, and it's really nice because it's not the typical meditation, like really thin or whatever. It's like with empirical fact on like uh, based in science, make the meditation is really interesting i find really useful so i get like 10 minutes daily it's not yeah. more than that but i think that both of them are really really useful. the first one more than the second great gratitude more than meditation, more than meditation in my opinion, yeah. yeah i'm the same with the gratitude more than meditation like if you had just said meditation it was overrated straight away but because you said gratitude i said underrated because people mm -hmm. don't they don't have gratitude for what they have they don't mm -hmm. they're not happy about where they currently are they're always looking for something to complain about and it's just like be happy for what you have, not what you haven't got. That's the big one for me. Too many people aren't. And what about meditation now? It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Have you done it before? Probably right on something more practical to ten minutes than on the floor and something we talk or think about my own thoughts. That's the most crystal answer I've ever heard. Deadly. Fix the shelf. Yeah. So definitely underrated. Um, I don't meditate often enough. When I do, it's one of those things I really love how I feel after it, yeah. how it sets me up. And then I don't get to it often enough. I only had this conversation with my mother yesterday. She's she's 70 almost, and she's also in the same boat her whole life, still trying to figure out her routine for <laughs> meditation. <laughs> there you go. But also really notice the difference. So I think it's great. Uh, um, it definitely calms everything right down yeah. for me uh grounds me the gratitude is huge um give you a little insight into it myself and darina darina will annoy me with this when i'm stressing so she'll hit me at the, the the moment when i'm most stressed out she'll stop me and go okay we have a we have a game where i have to give her three things i'm grateful for <laughs> i love right? it now Darina, this is not Darina's thing, but she knows it works for me. And we have a rule that we can never not answer that question. Oh. No matter how bad I feel. That's awesome. Right? So um, if we're having a row. Did <laughs> you say the two dogs and her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Three things, get out of my way. Like, no matter how, no matter how stressed out I am, she, I have to, I, I, fuck, fuck you. I have to do it now. Class. And it definitely, it's like a trigger. It's a switch. Yeah. It changes everything. Because you say it out loud, you have to think about it. Definitely works. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Gratitude is something I. It's part of my evening routine as well. I, I journal, um, and it's it's things that went well for me today, and I enjoyed, and I'm grateful for, and all that jazz. And I always feel like you guys are probably the same because I'm always wanting more and expecting more from myself in multiple different areas of life. That it's that kind of. I'm not fucking there yet, but oh, so kind of like what you were saying there, I can be really frustrated and 
talking to Jill, this didn't go well, or my class didn't, and this, and I'm not here yet, and whatever. And then it's just like, yeah, but this is great, and this is great, and this is great. And that's, it, it links back into the daily routine, and that's why I put the two of them there, because they go together for me, and just part of my daily routine every day is, is that gratitude. And the same with the meditation. I don't know why I don't just put it in part of that daily routine because <laughs> I have the waking up app that I'm paying for yes. and not fucking using. But uh, whenever I have used it, I'm the same. I'm like, ah, mm. I'm a, I'm a better person now. Mm. Ah. Well, like I that. think that it's really useful to get the attention because I think that we tend to miss a lot of attention also with the phone and that kind of things. So I realized that when I used to meditate uh, almost daily. One thing that I realize is when I pick my phone, it's like, okay, why I pick my phone? Uh, it's something that when I'm really struggling or really tired or whatever, I don't even realize that maybe I get with the phone 20 minutes and I didn't even know why I pick, you know? <laughs> so I think that to get the attention back is really, really useful. Yeah. And it's something that maybe we don't realize, but in the long term, it's, it's really, Huge. really, yeah, yeah. It's really good. That's funny because I was, when I COVID last week, my... I have an app or I have the iPhone set up where it sends me a notification on a Monday to tell me how much I use the phone every day last week. Mm -hmm. And my screen time went up uh, nearly 100%. Yeah. You know, not mad. <laughs> you think I have my phone open for three hours in a row whenever I'm taking class. It's either on Spotify or on my class plan. Yeah. And so there's three hours minimum. And then if I have a podcast, I'm sometimes recording on that. Mm -hmm. So there's another hour. And there's the hour where you're recording yourself. <laughs> <laughs> if I take class, yeah, there's or I do class, there's another one. I, I was up, it was 97% or something. It was up. I was like, oh holy fuck, I was just on my phone nonstop while I COVID. Wow. But I also read four books. And read four, yeah, three and a half, yeah. Some you didn't read them on your phone. No, on my Kindle. <laughs> it's multitasking. It's, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> Scroll on Instagram page. page. <laughs> Deadly. Um, last one then, uh, this one's kind of back to fitness related again, and it's uh, calorie counting or tracking your macros, overrated or underrated? Oof. I knew you'd struggle on this one. This one yes. is really good. Do you have an I have an I will explain, underrated. Okay. Overrated. Overrated. <sighs> Overrated, yeah. I'll say that as well. Underrated during the beginning. When you start to in to get in the nutrition, I think that to track the food uh, only two weeks to be aware about what is the quantity that you're looking for and that kind of thing is really, really useful. Obviously, when you pass that weeks and then you know more or less what is the the quantity that you are looking for, then it's overrated. overrated. You don't need to be tracking anymore because almost you know in which quantities of food and what kind of food are you moving. So I think that is really useful, like in an educational point. And then when you pass that point, I think that is overrated. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I do <laughs> agree with that. I think people, it'd be nice to have an idea of how many calories you're eating. And then you're like, eyeball it and get a feel for it going forward but i said overrated because i think too many people do unnecessarily and i think maybe the top one percent in the world should probably pay attention to it because they're high performing athletes i think it can make a big difference there it can definitely move the needle for that level but for the rest of us having an idea is fine but you know get away from it 
Yeah, I think it can be quite useful for people, obviously. Just not for me. This is a real personal answer. Yes. Yeah. I'm like nine banking. Fuck that shit. Yeah, exactly. Like I know my eating it, it changes based on my stress levels, my uh, work work demands, all those things. And if I had this very defined set amount of food or type of food that I have to eat, I mean, some might say that might help me, but it's not realistic. And I just layer more stress on top because yeah. I'm also getting that wrong. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it'd be too much. So uh, yeah, it doesn't work for me. Um, I think what Jose said is pretty good. It probably gets people, it gives people a good sense of what they should be doing. And then to get away from it, like Christopher said, it's a good idea to, to, to have some looseness around it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I struggled with this one as well. I think it is definitely overrated. Um, I think you made a good point as well. And it's funny because I wrote it down as you were about to say it. It's for high-level performance where you're trying to be real meticulous with your rest and your training. And like if you're tracking how much weight you lifted in a session, not just like your max lift, but like your total volume and all of that as well, then you should be tracking your food as well. I think it's really important for that high level. I do think it's worth not even just whenever you first start trying to get healthy, but like if if you aren't looking and feeling the way you think you should or would like to, I think it's a great starting point just in general of portion control probably more than yeah, anything else. I find that as a education more yeah. than anything else. Mm -hmm. I, like I told you, I think that this when you learn uh, which is almost the quantity that you're looking for and what kind yeah. of food, then you don't need to be dragging anyone, anything yeah. else because you know how it's working. Yeah, it's an awareness and education. Yeah. They, just don't More have, than, yeah. they don't know what calories are and what type of foods yeah. and how much and that kind of thing. Some like, people are thinking that they are eating more or less than they should yeah. and they yeah. are using another stuff. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. That's that's why I have used it with people in the past where it's yeah. like sit down and don't worry about what it says on my fitness pal. Literally just write everything down and then at the end of the week, we sit down and look at it together yeah. and you go, oh, you're actually averaging four and a half thousand calories a day. Yeah. That's way too much when you're sitting on your yeah. ass for a 95. But it's not then going, you can only, because this is the problem people run into, like you mentioned there, Jamie, is people run into, oh, I can't get my food right. I only had 140 grams of protein today when coach said I need 155. And it's like, you're missing the forest for the trees. Mm. It has to be just creating that awareness. And then as soon as it's there, get rid of that shit. And it has to, there has to be a level of like personal responsibility and autonomy of just going, you can't eat all the food all the time. I know now that when I eat the way I uh, find my flow with eating, that it's way too much food. I need to actively pull that back and dial it in or push it up. And yeah, I. and there's always the, the element of food. Part of life is is being getting pleasure from food. Yeah. And if everything has to be so constrained, it can, like it can take a lot of that mm. good side of food away from it as well. It can kind of dampen that. Hundred percent. Yeah. Do you ever listen to um, Power Athlete Radio? It's a, an American podcast. John Wellborn. Yeah. And he's got a phrase. He said, and I stole it from him because I say it all the time. Don't be weird. And that's his attitude to food. It's like, hey, don't be weird. If you're on a diet and you've got a big professional bodybuilding show coming up, fine. But if you are... If you're bringing the scales to the restaurant. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Or if someone invites you around for a barbecue or there's a big party, yeah, yeah. don't be weird. Have the slice of pizza. Hmm. Do the thing. I think that's a great attitude for life. I've right? been them extremes. Like I've... Yeah. I used to bring my food everywhere with me. Pre-pack it, pre-measure it, weigh it, and then bring it to a restaurant with me and get some Yeah, yeah, Done all of it. So it's like, now I'm like, yeah, don't eat anymore. Mm. then it was beneficial 
it changed me as an athlete. Like jumped on massive leaps and leaps in my performance. But yeah, it's funny time. because at that level, it actually removes the stress. Like you don't have to think. Yeah. It's funny because you were saying, "What's well, stressful?" Because I'm not doing it. But whenever you have, if you have a job and you have a family, and you're a high performing athlete, it's just like I don't even need to think about food. On Sunday, I make all of this yeah. mince and chicken and rice and broccoli, and I eat mince and chicken, rice and broccoli. And there's no. It's like the Steve's job. I wear black t-shirts and black. And that's it. Yeah. Savage lads. Thanks, Mill. Nice one. Have a great day. Thanks. <coughs> yeah.